I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. Good to see you, Bri. Dude, it's great to be back. Let me tell you, had a great time at the Giants game yesterday. Um, oh, I mean to ask you about the Giants game. It was actually. great. It was great. I, it was supposed to pour uh, the entire day. We're talking like 90% to 100% chance of precipitation. Yep. From 9 a.m. till 4 p.m. So literally like the time we get there to tailgate to the time we get there to leave. Um, that sounds God. like our forecast for when we're supposed to play TPC. Right. But it will change. <laughs> Um, I, I, I went prepared. I, you know, brought rain pants, my golf rain pants, rain gear, all that didn't end up needing. I did bring the jacket. Um, and what I did during the game, I actually put the jacket over my legs. So my pants weren't getting soaked because it did sprinkle on us a little bit, mm, but smart. I wasn't going to layer up. And I was like, you know, my hoodie is doing fine blocking the rain. So I'm going to use yep. this rain gear coat I got and just throw it over my legs and, Look a little dainty, I guess. I don't know, but it worked. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Your boys got a win, which I mean, I guess if you're if you're gonna lose to the Bears, then fuck you anyway. But well, yeah, I mean the Giants are bad. Um, I'm not gonna sugarcoat this. I mean, yeah, they they're it's fair. It's they're they're in rough shape. Um, Daniel Jones like came out of the game. Saquon Barkley was our quarterback for like five plays, and it was electric. And everyone was just like, just <laughs> let him be quarterback. And we we're like, well, he should just be your entire team, honestly, because well, he's. Fucking back in a big way. He is unbelievably explosive. The problem is, is like guaranteed wildcat. Like it was so stupid. Like they were lining Daniel Jones up as a wide receiver, and it was like, bro, the guy can't even move like in between plays. Like you think anyone's guarding him? Like how about we just actually put somebody out there and then keep that defenseman honest? Whatever. It didn't right. work. It didn't matter. We did see Daniel Jones have like a forty-yard touchdown run into our end zone, which was sick. That's awesome. I was watching that play and I was actually wondering what end zone you were in to yep. know if you were there. And then you obviously posted the video of it. So I was like, yeah, oh, it's fucking sick. No, it was awesome. Um, the game. So the game was great. Um, tailgating was it was. It, so, oh, yeah. Tell me about this tailgate. Because so, were you like hooked up with some barbecue dude or whatever? We actually did. So I'm not exactly sure if I was told the level of stature of uh, if if it was the the level of stature of this grilling man was actually truthful the smoker man um one of jack's hockey group buddies they did park next to us and they brought some amazing food i'm talking about like little weenies wrapped in bacon but like like a a brown sugar glaze on them yeah like like, oh my god they were amazing um they they brought a bunch of good shit and they they saved our day because I brought I brought home fries. I brought eggs to make egg sandwiches. These amazing brioche buns, some American cheese, bacon, sausage. I, I had it all ready to go for a breakfast for us. Cooked up the bacon, cooked up the sausage, cooked up the home fries, ready to go. Eggs are ready to be thrown on. Throw the eggs on. I'm like, what the fuck? Ran out of propane. Ran out of propane. I was like, I just bought this son of a bitch. Ran out. Little one pounder. Those fucking bullshit. I now I know. Now I know to be yeah. well prepared. Anyways, they're like, hey man, I got an extra little guy here. You need this little guy? Here's this little guy. Yeah. I pop that little guy on. I then I, so I'm scrambling the eggs on the griddle that I cooked the bacon sausage home fries on. Like th- yeah. these are gonna be seasoned potatoes. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean eggs, they were amazing. Yeah. Um, so th- there was a little snafu with that. Uh obviously run that in propane but got it going um and the breakfast was delicious crushed a bunch of beers had a bunch of great fruit uh food jack brought a dozen of these like donuts i think we talked about them last week like they're yeah. not like they're like 
desserts. They're not even. They're like designer donuts. Yeah, I stuck with the uh, chocolate glazed. I I, I yeah. enjoyed a chocolate glazed, and I had a chocolate sprinkle uh, with, uh, or it was rainbow sprinkle, but with a chocolate uh, yeah. frosting on top. Yeah. Very basic. Very basic. There were like Fruit Loops and fruity pebbles and like cookie crumbs and there, there was just a lot going on the one guy had a caramel one he was like this would go great with bacon i was like bro here you go had a fresh yeah. bowl of cooked bacon ready to go for him so wow his, yeah that's what started it that was before he gave me the propane so i think by doing that i really stepped up and put myself in great position to then receive uh extra gas what you put out into the universe brian you often receive back I yeah. think that's called yeah. karma. Yeah, and it helps when you're like when you're at a tailgate, whether what's whatever sport it is, whatever team. As long as the other person is rooting for the same team you're rooting for, typically they're not going to be douchebags to you. Like they're well, going to be as nice as possible. Yeah, and honestly, like you don't really run into people at a tailgate that are in a bad. Everybody's just in like the best mood at a tailgate for the most part. They should be. Yeah, like, especially if you're tail, like, I mean, maybe like a tailgate after the game, you're killing some time for the cars to leave and your team just got smacked. Yeah, maybe you're in a bad mood, but like before the game, like generally everybody's just in a great mood. They're just, you're just sitting outside party and throwing around the pigskin. Yeah. I mean, bad weather can put people in bad moods, but, and it was definitely windy. Uh, we had to tie the, the, uh, pop up tent down to the, yeah. the fucking rims of the car. And then we were, you know, working. It was so funny. Everyone's trying to tie these knots. And my buddy Rob, he's a fisherman. So yeah. like like Jack's like bow tying like shoelaces like on one of them and I was, and then my buddy Jamie's doing the same. I was like, "Yo, do you see how much slack that like that's not even tight? Like, what are we what are we doing here, Jack? Yeah. We use uh we brought a couple five gallon paint not five gallon a gallon paint cans um to use for the extra uh extra leg. I look over at Jack. It's it's swinging back and forth. <laughs> the paint isn't even on the ground. I was like, he's like, don't you think that would work? I was like, well, don't you think when the wind starts blowing the paint can, that weight is going to pull away from, like, it's doing the opposite of what we're doing. Yeah, gonna it's going to tear it down. So I just <laughs> said to everybody, I was like, listen, guys, I know my role. Um, this guy's a fisherman. He's going to tie the most efficient fucking knot right. on earth. And, and I had him go around one by one, and that's what we did. Um, yeah. No matter what your issue, he's got a knot for it. You know, he's got he's got a plaque at at home of like it. I would say it's probably like twenty five to thirty different little knots, and they're only like as big as like your thumb. Like, but they're yeah. these like they're it's like a knots. piece of art kind of. Yes, right? yeah, and it says all the different types of knots that you would tie. And I, I every time I'm at his house, I look. I was like, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Like, imagine if they gave you all those options for tying your shoes. Yeah. I, like it's just it's a lot and to know those it's good so he better fucking know those because he's got them on his wall at home um yeah that's like having a big ass bookshelf but you never read any of the books that are on it you see, know what I, mean? I feel like i could be that guy i could be i could get behind like yeah yeah throw a bookshelf back there um i'm but by the way do you guys have books like i, I don't yeah. need you to fill that with as bad as me go it's, to goodwill and just hey can i just get like a lot like a hundred bucks from well, you really quick Wait, wait, wait! Like, if you see, and I get movies and things are different, but movies and TV shows, their scenes are based on like what a real setting would be like. I've yeah. been in a bunch of lawyers' office in my life, but like in their big fucking meeting rooms, they've got like encyclopedias all over the wall. Like, bro, you're not pulling out a encyclopedia. Like, don't bullshit me. Maybe they're law books. That's probably what they are um, about yeah. different cases. But still, don't fucking tell me that there isn't a database now that you can just log into to look up like Ackley versus O'Coin out of, you know, like it's not no, like. Yo, 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 dude, 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 keep, 
Keep that one between. Give that that between is us. a pending come case. On, come on. That, come on. We can't be talking about that on air. Yeah, but like, we'll edit that. I mean? out. Like, you see all those books behind. It's like, bro, like, who? You have someone come in and dust those, right? Because clearly you're yeah. not using them. And I know things collect dust. Yeah, that spine doesn't have a crack in it. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. It, <laughs> that but, thing hasn't but, been opened once. The book opens. It's like, <laughs> yeah. There's not even writing in it. it or it doesn't, it doesn't even open. It's just like a display book. There's not even, open. even books. <laughs> yeah. It's just a shelf that looks like books. Oh, we might be onto something here. You pull out the wrong book, the, all of a sudden the wall opens up. Well, see, that would be cool. Because imagine if you were switching offices and you're like, hey, Becky, go pack up those 900 law books. And you're like, fuck you, George. You haven't opened one of these. And he's like, make sure they're in alphabetical and numeric order, too, by the way. Chop, chop. Mm-hmm. And uh, pick up lunch. I'll have a Cobb salad. Cop salad, you big cop salad guy, Bry. Something not, tells me you're I, not a cop salad guy. I'm not. No, definitely not. But I feel like that's what the character George that I was imagining. I feel like he would have been bullying Becky or Becker. What I don't even remember her name. See, that's how unimportant he just made her, and that's not the way to do it. It's not right. Not the way. Um, everybody's important out there. Agree. Um, so there was only one person that was negative at the tailgate. Oh. Um, this one actually, I kind of supported her. So there's this one row at the end of the essentially like where the parking spaces stop and then there's a curb yeah. and then grass and then a fence and then there's a fucking highway. Yeah. There's like probably like 15 feet. It's just open parking lot. Like it's for the people that are parking in that last spot to tailgate behind. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Um. There's a, and all of a sudden this car pulls down and starts honking at people to like to move their cornhole boards and whatnot. This girl, they're, stru- they're trying to drive down there. Yes. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. Um. This girl literally just, goes right up to the side of the car and just starts flicking them off and saying, fuck you. Like it was like, it was so aggressive. I was in line for the urination station and I was watching this and I was like, this is, this is, I, I can't believe how upset she is by this because really like there was enough room for the car to get past the cornhole boards and in between the cars without causing yeah. obstruction. It was just, they might've been letting people know like, Hey, I'm coming through. Those might've been like, yeah. hey, I'm coming through honks and not like get the fuck out of the way honks. Which, yeah. Those are longer honks usually, but yeah. this girl, she fired from the hip. I, I, I loved her for that. Like that's, yeah. I, you know, that's how I am. So she was just like, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. I was like, damn, it's like 1030 in the morning. I was like, that is a lot of aggression right now for 1030 in the morning. It, I just want to know why was that car of all the roads to go down? Why were they going there? I think they didn't realize it was the last row. Like, so maybe they, uh, like, went down one row and were like, no, nah, we're beat. Go down another row. Nothing. Yeah. Takes one more right. He's listening to the wrong person. They're probably in the back seat. Yeah. Probably a Bears fan. And, yeah, it, it, it was it was hate. There was, like, hate in the air. Like, I was just, like, eating it. Welcome up. to New York, baby. Yeah. I, <laughs> Dude. Uh, Jersey. Jer- oh, yeah, I guess it's Jersey. And right? that's why I said, I was like, you, you better calm down. Like, someone may kill you. Like, that's... The, Oh, this ain't Marlboro yeah. no more. No. And it's funny that you were trying to decipher the honks because, like, people don't really use their horn that much in Connecticut. But, like, in New York, New Jersey, those people, they speak fluent car horn. Dude, you know, they, like, they, oh, yeah. like, they're just always on the horn. You know what I mean? Uh, sometimes it's a it's like area. They're laying on the horn, like, smiling at the person. Being like, it's a sunny day. Get yeah. the fuck out of the way. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon. Yeah. Good evening. Good night. Uh, yeah, somebody almost ran over a crossing guard as we were walking in. Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% certain. Well, that's a bit 
that's a bit certain. I'm like 95% certain that the car stopped because it was a safety feature of the vehicle. Like they yeah. were moving so fast. No, I'm dead serious. My car yeah. will do it too. Like yeah. if I like tried to hit the fucking railing at big Y, my car would just stop. Well, it wouldn't well, let yeah. me do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but this person was easily doing like 30, like it, right in front of the stadium, and a bunch of people were just crossing, and all of a sudden you just see the car completely come to a stop, and the guy just like and he's just shaking his head like, oh my god, what? And then everyone's looking at him like asshole, asshole, yeah. as he almost like kills this crossing guard making minimum fucking weight. Like, bro, what come on, do better. How how are you that careless in a car around that many people too? You know, I I dude, I completely agree. Um, That's unbelievable. Yeah. So, so did you guys end up staying after? You must. Have, you said you were going to stay and tailgate a little bit after. Or did you just like cruise out? Yeah, we we stayed. Uh, I heated up um, the grill and um, made some hot dogs and sausages. Uh, once those got yeah. hot, uh, ate them, packed up the car, and traffic was pretty much dead at that point. We got out of there. So. It was a long day, though, man. I left my house at 5.50 in the morning, and I got home around, like, 9.30. Dude, that's a long... You must have been fucking... You got home and were just exhausted, huh? Oh, dude, and my buddy, too, he left his house. He got up at 4.30. He was at my house by 5.45, yep. and he probably didn't... He, he got home 40 minutes after me. He got home after 10. Like it's a it's a long day, and we did a yeah. little like you know. He came to me. I went to Jamie. Then we went to Jack. All over the place. Then we right? went yeah. and came back. And it's not like it wasn't like super out of the way, but like you could have just drove to the direction and like probably yeah. added an hour for you. Yeah, overall, easy. Yeah. Um, but no, it was a great time. Giants got a win. They're still one of the worst teams in the NFL, <laughs> but it's great to see them win. It's great to see good football. And um, I wish my team was winning. Yeah, you fucking. Mean. Huh? You didn't watch any of the Pats game, probably, right? Because you were no. I hammered. So me and Jamie hammered the Packers once we found out that like, what's the fucking guy's name? Boyer. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, no. Who's the who's the 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 third string uh, guy? Zappy or something? Zippy? What were we calling him? Simmy, Slimmy, Slappy, Samsonite. We were calling him Billy Zabkiss, the guy from like Karate Kid. They were like, my buddy was like, "Yo, Billy Zabkiss is a quarterback now." I was like, "Wait, what?" Me and my buddy hammered uh, uh, Green Bay minus 12 in live. He actually got it at 13 and a half, which is even worse. But uh, either way, both were horrible bets. Not watching the game, just listening to it on the radio. And we were just like, yo. Dude, I was so angry. I was like, Hoyer's at least like a serviceable quarterback with some experience. This kid's from like fucking, I think he was from like West Kentucky University or some random (laughs) college. And it's just like coming off the bench, not ready to play. It's uh, like not a real college. It's like that. Yeah, that it's like uh, Southeastern or Southwest yeah. Louisiana University, home of the uh, the Mud Dogs. There we go. Wow. And when Baba Boucher came back at halftime and the Mud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? Sorry. Jesus. It's all for me. Um, no. All right. But yeah, so, not a not a football podcast. Sorry. No. So uh, the time was great. Um, just another thing to do. Now I got another week off. I'm um, gonna do some golfing. I actually did some golfing last week. Um, I got down to Chenacasset to play 18 holes. Oh, dude, is awesome, but so fucking windy. I feel like I've blocked out or blacked out, whatever. Um, that part of my life, like when I was golfing there every day, like it's just so windy 
Unless I'm just getting all the bad luck and just every time I'm there, but it's on the water. So yeah. So I've only played Shenny once and it was in the middle of summer and I I have kind of a hot take for you here. I feel like Shenny, I know that they they're open all like they'll open whenever, like they're open all year round kind of thing. But I feel like it's only like a good place to play for like six months out of the year. Cause even like the fringe months, like early spring and late fall, or like even like a cold day, like a it's cold. Cause it's right on the water and B it's always windy as fuck. Cause it's right on the water. So it's like, you need like the sweet spot to get a good day at Shen. No, you're absolutely right. It does make you better though. Like if you're, oh, yeah, if you're able to get through on a course, that's so much windier, like it is going to make you a better golfer. Cause you are like taking into account, like, the number and then what you think the wind is and i'm not talking about miles an hour it's usually like one club wind two club wind like things like that when when you don't have to take that into consideration and you are able to do it without effort like it i i really feel like it's a huge advantage when you go play you know a place in the middle of connecticut like a black ledge or Excuse me, yeah. some of them might not be as windy, you know, on the top of a hill. Like Lyman Orchard is, is probably always difficult like that, too, because being yeah. so high up, like you're going to get... Wittenberry up. Hills, probably, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, actually, so I'm kind of like backing up on my comment about Shenny here with this, but I actually like playing in conditions like that because it's fun to, like, have to hit those... I don't know, like, I like ha- I like having to hit, like, different types of shots on the golf course. And, like, when it's really windy like that, like... Agreed. That's what you got to do, you know? Uh, agreed. It, but the reason I think I like it better, like, I wouldn't like, so I don't know how to, like, describe the, di- well, I'll, yeah, I'll just try. So, Shenny being super linksy, like, you can get away with it. You can hit some low shots. You can get around it that way. Like, with courses that all the greens are elevated, they're all protected by bunkers or rough or, like, there's no fringe, like, it's when you play courses like that in conditions that it's just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I can't do anything. Like, you can't play like a spot golf course. And no, because conditions like that. you'll just yeah. end up in the hazards all day. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you're not going to get the number. But, um, no, Shenny was fun. Let me, th- I do have a little gripe though. I ended up getting it, but, um, I'm paying for my greens fees and I was like, add, add one of those logo balls. You know, I got, I don't know how, but I don't have one. Yeah. Um, he's like, I'm going to have to ring you up separate. The, uh, the town gets the proceeds from the golf course and the, uh, the owner gets the proceeds from the merchandise. And I was like, are you fucking, I was like, I don't have cash, man. He's yeah. like, I'm sorry. I can't do it. I was like, awesome. Also want to know how come I don't have to pay tax on the things that I'm buying from here. That seems a little bit sketchy. If all that money's going into the owner's pocket too. Now, doesn't it? And this just make now- me pay cash too. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Dude, it- so after my round, I'm in, uh, I, I golfed with three guys all in their seventies that yeah. like, Oh my God, I'm so optimistic for the future. Um, I've got so much time to improve. Um, and I'm having lunch with a couple guys and, uh, I, I try to use the ATM. It like fails on me twice. I say to the bartender, I was like, can I, can you like charge me for a beer and like, just charge me two more dollars and like, give me the $2 back. She's like, what's going on. I, so I tell her, she's like, yeah, they're fucking whack. I was like, yeah, all right. I see there's some, some yeah. grief going on over here between the two sides of the door, but she just takes it right out of her tip cup and just hands me $2. And it's like, here, I mean, I definitely would have right. tipped her for, for my lunch. So it was right. like fine, but no, just what a very nice thing for her to do. Um, yeah. 
Well, now, so now there's three sides. There's the restaurant side, there's the town, and then there's the guy that runs the pro shop. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And a lot of politicking there? down at Shenny Cossett. Dude, people are just getting hammered, like rolling dice at the bar at like two o'clock in the afternoon. Like I've been there. No way, I've, really? Oh, yeah. I've been, and I've been at that restaurant after they closed to the public and been drinking beers. And uh, me personally, I was never rolling the dice because... I, I don't know. Like I'm down to gamble on things, but like when you lose $20 in like 13 seconds, like that's just not for me. I was watching Nelly. I, this is where I had the video of Nelly just reaching over, grabbing a beer out of the beer bucket and say, throw it on my tab. I think I posted that to the Instagram, but anyways, yeah. uh, Yeah. These people down there, they get after it. So um, backing up, I realize I'm going all over the place here, but played with three guys um, all in their seventies. One of them was 70. Four years old dude he hit the ball like 280 yards he was a good like six two six three but so i'm saying like you know bigger guys longer arms was he like a good player too he i mean i think he probably shot around 80 okay um, yeah but it was like he definitely or may, well maybe like low 80s he definitely had like a maybe more he hit four times out of one bunker uh, it was a cruel bunker. Like, I, yeah, I get it. But, like, there were just some times where uh, each of us got in a position where it was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Um, so, but no, he was definitely a good golfer. Um, when I learned out how old he was, I was flabbergasted. I, like, seriously, I was like, how the fuck do you hit the ball that far? And then I was so pissed off because I was like, yo, you're 40 years older than me and you outdrive me by like, 35 yards and i get that i don't hit it very far but i had a couple really good drives that he still piped the ball down was he playing from like the full length tees too so we started on the blue tees and then they all kind of and but two of the guys started on the white tees and then they all started to gamble together so he moved over the white tees so then i just moved over the white tees yeah the only one playing the blue tees and i started playing shittier from the closer tees first hole par five i was like i hit the ball i was like damn i usually don't reach that shit from the blues and it it like rolls into some shit and i'm like well that's kind of shitty uh and there are some courses that i will say like it's almost more of a disadvantage to play from like the shorter tees sometimes because of like the tee shots so yes i also need to throw a disclaimer out here listen I'm the I'm the problem. Like if I if I was like, oh Brian, I could probably reach those and I should have hit a three. Like I yeah, really not throwing blame, but it was more of like after I hit it, I was like, damn, huh? Go fucking figure, huh? Couldn't have waited till the next hole. Um, but uh no, it was fun. These guys were a great time. They were um full of knowledge, just like one of the guys sold real estate, he was talking about the the whole land swap between Pfizer and Shenikasset and like showing yeah. us where like Half of the golf course used to be like, um, it's like and we're talking about hundreds of years ago, like high end subdevelopment, like like there there was like a neighborhoods and shit there, and like just the history of what was around there um, was pretty pretty cool because they've got all the shit right off the water um, and all the stories and whatnot. But no, it was fun. We did have matching birdies on the eleventh hole. We were each like one twenty out. Mm-hmm. he stuck it to like four feet. I stuck it to like six feet 
and we both tapped in for our birdies. I was like, yo, this made the whole day. This made it. This made it, guys. Yeah. This made the day. And that's really all it takes. Um, but I felt like I didn't have it going. Um, but I said to myself, listen, I'm playing Shanikasa. I'm not working. And you know, any bad day on the golf course beats any great day in the office, unless you're closing mad deals, then that could be cool. But uh I didn't play great, but I had fun. And that's what Hell it's yeah. about, Kevin. It's about having fun. And that's what we're going to do this week. This weekend is about business, but this week we're going to have some fun. We're going to, we're going to go play TPC. Hell we're yeah. We're going to play TPC. And I think if I remember correctly, we're playing together as a unit. Is this still the plan? Well, so now, I mean, now, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. We're, we're going to be a team. So well, what was that? What was that? What do you, what do you remember? I was mixing here? up the Curry Classic. And that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I yeah. just wanted to make sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Jack bailed on us. Uh, Curry Classic uh, this week just bailed. Just completely. Ba- no, I'm just kidding. He has a wedding and uh, he thought the dates were different. But uh, it, I, I will say now that I have a platform to do so. Sunday weddings, fucking selfish. Don't do it. Listen, it's always on like a weekend where like teachers get the next day off. Like I've been to that. Yeah. Uh, the girl I went to uh, college with, Sarah Murphy, I love her to death. She's the best. But no, well, now her last name isn't Murphy either. But her wedding was, I'm pretty sure it's Columbus Day weekend and up in Massachusetts. So, and Courtney and I don't get off fucking Columbus Day. So we're driving back at like 930 at night from Massachusetts to go to work the next day. Selfish. Don't be selfish. All right. You want to be selfish? Do it on a Friday. Like, and that's not even that selfish. It's just like, hey, get out of work a little early and come to our soiree. I'm going to a wedding this Friday, actually. Um nice yeah it's gonna be a blast at the same place courtney and i got married st clement's castle in portland connecticut no way we actually just went to a wedding last friday um and we were actually talking about you and courtney's wedding and we were saying how much we loved it um and the reason we were talking about your wedding a was because we we love the venue and like we love you guys love the wedding and everything but this was the Every other wedding that Jules and I have been to together, it's like her mom's side of the family is like her mom is like one of seven, I think. Like it's a huge family. So we've been to a ton of family weddings. There's always like a ton of like not obligations, but a ton of people you know you gotta talk to. Mm-hmm. This is this is like her friend from work. We knew no one else there. And it was just like how we went to your wedding and we were saying how fun it was. So we didn't like really know anybody. So we were just like, you know, like there to like party or whatever. <laughs> That is fun. I, I will say I, I agree with you that it's it's nice when you don't know a ton of people because you don't have to do the like, like you catch eyes rounds. with someone. You go, yeah. well, I mean, literally, we did our rounds to say hi to all the guests, which took like an hour and a half. But like if you're just a guest and like you catch eyes with somebody, you're like, all right, well, I got to go fucking talk to and so on. Or right. I should because it's like, what am I gonna, now? I'm just going to turn around and walk like that. Pretend I never saw you. Yeah. yeah. Like just. Oh, just to fucking turn your head and go the way. Right. right. So um, I completely understand what you mean. And and it's it's fun because you just kind of do your own thing. I will say I did try to make it so you guys did at least know who like some. Oh, people no. I, yeah, I shouldn't have said like I didn't know anybody. But like we're used to like going to the wedding and where we know like everybody. 50% of the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you're sitting at a table with everybody, you know, and the four tables around you are all people, you know, this was like. She had, she had gone on like the bachelorette party, so she knew like some of the bridesmaids and stuff, and like we knew like one or two other people. But um, it, it was just like it was the closest thing to like, going to your wedding, where like we didn't really know like most of the people there, you know. And that's a cool thing because like you can black out and break something, and you're like, you're like nobody knows who this is. You can like, yeah, exactly, kind of like how we did at your wedding. You can yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, no, Jamie's the one who dropped and broke the glass on the dance floor, but uh, 
It, oh, could, I think I might have too. Nice, nice. Double <laughs> whammy for the cleaning crew. Don't worry, we tip them well. That's all right. They I'm sure. It. I'm sure. And I, um, and I apologize retroactively. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Maybe I didn't actually. I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering wrong. Um. Well, either way, I'm sure you broke a glass on a dance floor at, at some, some point, point in my life. Yeah. yeah, everybody has. Um. No. So the golf was good. Listen, my scores weren't great. I wasn't hitting a ton of greens, but yeah. One thing that I was doing, I was putting so well. I, like I probably didn't miss a putt inside six or seven feet, and even my like forty foot putts, they were like going to six to twelve inches. Like these guys who were playing really good golf just kept saying, "Wow!" Like yeah. every putt, they were just like, "Wow, do you put that close?" Like because if it doesn't, if it wasn't going in, it was just rolling right by. And in my head, I'm like, guys, like it's so all I have to do is like swing this fucking thing. Like, yeah. so obviously, you need to account the power in your feel, but like, it's tough to describe feel. But yeah. if you have the feel, it's it's just about rocking the putter. Like that thing cruises the ball. Like it's unbelievable how much work the club does for you. It's crazy. It's weird to say this for putters, and like, I feel like people don't realize that this is a thing. But it is crazy how forgiving of a putter the spider is. Like yeah. people think they just hit the very center of their club face with their putter every single time. And that that's just not the case. But with the spider, it's like you can hit it on any part of the face and it's going to be like you hit the center. I've stopped thinking about it because I just yeah. think I hit the center because I'm not having putts that are horrible. Well, don't get me wrong. I had one putt that was atrocious. I made it. I left it like nine feet short, like on a uh, on my first putt. I made yeah. the second putt. So it, it, it was fine. But like I literally was like, what the fuck? Bro? What the fuck? Like I. Like, I am sorry, guys. I understand if you want to leave me behind. I, that was right. that was awful. Um, no, but love the Spider GT rollback. Oh my god, it's gonna be great when I can put it all together. Um, hopefully that happens this week at, at the River Highlands. We've got a 10 10 tea time on Wednesday. I think that's what it was 10 10 or 10 a.m. I think it's 10 10. I've been meaning to ask you this too. You've never played there, right? Never, ever, ever. Has anybody we're playing with ever played there? Um, I don't think so. Maybe Mike Price has. Um, I don't know. He just seems like one of the people that like somehow would get out there randomly, and he probably would have wore like flip flops and fucking. Yeah, I'm kind of prepared for this to be like the most well maintained course I've ever played on. I yeah yeah I'm probably expecting that as well. I mean, it's when a course is that kind of private. Well. I guess Hudson Nash. Mm, yeah, I'm sure that was very, very nice. Yeah, no, I'm kind of expecting the like the elite kind of country club private. I, I'm like, we're going to have flush well, fairways like they're going to be mint. Yeah, it's, my mindset is it's always in tour condition because all those TPC courses, I actually didn't realize this, but if you have if you're a card holding member of any, any PGA of tour you can play any of those TPCs the kid i used to work with who never was on like the PGA he played like latin america asia tour or whatever like he'd be like oh yeah i'm going to arizona and he would just call TPC scotts or whatever it is out there and be like oh yeah hey i'm coming in these days like yeah no problem like look at a locker set up for you yep. like no matter what you can just go play into the TPCs so th th those places just must have to maintain like tour level quality at all times Oh, at least oh, close yeah, to yeah. It, you know? Well, right, right. They, I mean, they might not like cut the rough 
to like tournament conditions, but like you're talking about oh, fairways and greens, and fairways, greens. The, I'm the sure facility. it's just pristine all the time. Right. Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. And it's crazy because I'm sure the TPC is partnered with like a bunch of different organizations because like when I was going about booking this tea time, it's like, Oh, well, there's a tournament this day. There's a tournament that day. It's a tournament. Like th- there are so many ways you can play on these courses that are private. Um, which would, yeah. as a member, that would, I mean, granted, we're really late in the season, but as a member, I'd be like, come on, come on. What are all these? What do you mean I can't play? What, my doctor, my doctor out of Glastonbury, he's a member at TPC River Highlands. And I remember him telling me that. And I was like, yeah, I see my deductible. I ain't yeah. surprised. Yeah, not surprised at all. I, um, I will say, like, whenever a private club has like a function, I remember when I was a member at Farmington, this used to have on like, I think it was like Mondays, they would have like tournaments and stuff. And I remember I used to be like pissed. I'm like, oh, I can't even go like walk a few holes or whatever. Like, I think that's kind of annoying, but I feel like everybody gets kind of agitated about that. But um, this is kind of leading me to a question for you. So yeah. I have two questions for you and that they could have the same answer. Bang, bang. What would you say was the favorite course you've ever played? And what was the nicest course you've ever played? I'm assuming Hudson National is the nicest course you ever played based off your response that you just gave. Yeah. Yeah. Hudson like this National- as far as like uh, conditions, quality, like all of that. Yeah. Hudson National is definitely the uh, the nicest course in condition I think I've ever played. Yeah. Um. But, I, you know, now that I don't like I I also feel like the Beth Page Black might be up there. Like uh, I was going to ask how Beth Page compared to like compared to Hudson, just like quality. Like I would have to imagine Hudson is probably kept in better shape than not that Beth Page was in bad shape by any it, means. But I think just like it, traffic wise. Yeah, there's no way Hudson. It, it, it won't get that much play. It just you're, you're right. only going with a member or an inside hookup like that anyone can like they sell the same amount of tea times every single day right and FFP. hudson nationals the type the place with like the type of prestige where like half the members don't even really live full-time there they so, don't like, even the, go a there. lot of the members probably play four times a year you know right. they, like i'm pretty sure michael strahan's a member there and he he probably golfs yeah. like whenever he's around you know something like exactly that. yeah um you know what is available to play that i would say and i haven't played here in oh probably over five years but my experience and i've played it about five times both courses my experience at lake of isles was always amazing yeah i've never played there um the i've North heard it's awesome south course they're both i mean they're run by troon troon golf so i mean okay no matter what like when you have a golf management company running your golf course and, yeah. and maintenance and things like that, like there's no way it's going to be a shitty golf course, like right of the stature of like true. Um, right. It's, it's an experience at Lake of Isles. It's like, one of them's public and one's private, right? Correct. Is that how it works? Yep. Okay. Yeah. The South course is public and the North course is private. Um, I believe the North course plays one stroke easier than the public course. Um, 71 to 72. Um, but they're saying rating wise or just par put to par. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and it's just, you know, everything's super elevated off the tee boxes. You feel like you're hitting the ball a mile, but you have to carry it a mile. Um, it, it, I always thought that it would be a great course to hold a golf tournament if it was located somewhere else, but there's nowhere for professional tournament. You're saying, yeah, well, I mean, right. Because 
you have to take carts. There's like a half mile plus in between some holes. Yeah. Um, there's nowhere for fans to walk. Like you couldn't walk the course. Uh, it, like it's literally built out of the, you know, the fucking woods there. Um, it sounds very similar to Centennial that I played with Jack a couple okay. weeks ago. Like it, it, it's also a Troon property. I don't even know if they allow people to walk. It's super. Every tee box is elevated and like yeah, probably so, not. Yeah, because you yeah. you would end up in a situation where someone might like tee off before you even walked to the fairway. Like it would just be too long, right? Um. So yeah, no, but it was uh, Lake Viles is definitely a great a, a great course um to play. So I feel like I gave you three answers there. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, it's so like, would you say Lake of Isles is like your favorite course you've ever played? Probably favorite only because I've played it like five times. And yeah. I've like, we've won a, a scramble tournament there. I, actually, no, I probably played 10 times because every time that we played in a scramble, they give you an additional round of 18 holes to play. Yeah. I remember you telling me that Tuesday and Friday between like nine and 11, like something super specific, but yeah, it was still like, you don't get that at other courses and you're still paying $250 entry fees at some courses. And they don't give you anything more than a, a like a 20 ounce, like coffee mug or something like that. Right. Don't get me wrong. Like I appreciate everything that I get. I don't want to sound like bitter about it, but like, for Lake of Isles to charge $250 for a tournament and give you a free round of golf and still give like um another part of the entry prize I got or not prize just a door bag. Yeah. Is that what they call them? Um, door prize, it, yeah. Yeah, it was um a set of cooking utensils for the grill. All of them had golf grips. Um, oh, that's kind of cool. Work, uh tongs, a, a spatula, all of them with a, a green and blue uh green and black golf grips on them. Like, I don't really use them a lot, but like, yeah, that, that's a cool thing. Like someone clearly took the time to like, think of like, yeah, we should do something like that. That's a really cool, like gift idea. Like that that's guy probably makes a lot of, I bet he sells a ton of stuff around like Christmas and birthday, like birthdays, shit like that. You know what I mean? That's a really cool gift. I'd I mean, love one of those. I would say looking back on it, like I would have, instead of like, I got my groomsman. What the fuck did I get that? Like, that'd be a good groomsman gift. I think. Yeah. Um, maybe get them like personalized or something like that, but, or like stainless steel. So they don't like rust, but uh, yeah, no, something like that. Like I, I definitely thought it was a really cool door prize. That's probably the big, the, the nicest door prize I've got from a tournament. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Um, what about you? Okay. What? I was, yeah, I was just going to say, I was just curious because I would say, so I've never played, I think Hudson National is probably a step above any course that I've played in terms of how quality of how quality its maintenance is. If that makes sense. Yeah. So one thing about Hudson National, now that you bring it or kind of reminded me, it was a wild feeling to hit a tee shot and then just walk down the fairway, like just talking with Jack or doing like a caddy is carrying your bag, carry. A oh yeah, yeah. Like it was. It, I'm kind of I'm I'm not even necessarily I'm more saying like the course itself like separated from like the experience kind of thing. Yeah, it was it was still an amazing course, but like yeah. the experience also was just like holy fuck. Yeah, like that would right. be cool if we had caddies at Beth Page. Like that would have been wild. Oh yeah, that would have been really, and we could have, but I don't think any of us really wanted to expend the extra money what to is, do that. What does that cost? Like a buck twenty a person? Probably, I think you can probably get like 
a caddy per two people too, or something like that. I don't That's know. That's what ours did. He he carried two bags, and it was yeah. a minimum of like a hundred and twenty dollar tip. Like, cause the golf is yeah. like they they do it like they're paid. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like you pay more for a caddy. You have to have a caddy. Right. It was like I think the minimum you they could get is like eighty bucks or something. So we yeah we each gave him like one twenty. And I was saying Jack, I was like, damn, like say if he does two of these a day, like guy goes home with 480 bucks like that's a fucking on top of whatever he made hourly like that's a solid day like you do saturday and sunday boom thousand bucks for the weekend and you're not even talking about your hour hourly right yeah those guys probably make pretty decent money and especially if you think about the guys that they're carrying for like they're getting probably a couple hundred bucks right yeah exactly they will um sorry go ahead no go ahead Oh, I was going to say, like, out there, though, like, he was saying that, like, because we let a couple groups play through that were members. Um, yeah. They were, like, singles and whatnot. But, like, they read the putts for you. And, like, we watched the guy, like, he, like, he read him the putt. The guy putted it and didn't go in. The, the, the members, like, tossed the club at him. And, like, so you'd have to deal yeah. with shit like that. Like, fuck you. You you fucked up that putt for me on 18. I would turn right around and be like, I didn't putt the ball, asshole you did yeah like don't that's the shit you deal with when you're dealing with those types of dude so i valeted for like a year when i was like a freshman in college or whatever and it was funny because like you i'd park like this guy's fucking um why can't i think of the type of car audi beamer benz range Rover. like step above benz tesla i don't don't know it was like a really nice car and like Maserati, that's what it was. Park this guy's Maserati. Gave me like a dollar tip. Meanwhile, like this guy pulls up in like a Honda Accord park and he throws me 20 bucks. You know what I mean? It's like when you're dealing with like those people, like they're usually the biggest asshole. (laughs) So it's like there's it's like you got to work for your money anyway. Yeah, they'll say, Uh, listen, I didn't get rich by giving away my money. Yeah, exactly. Um, but hey, you have more to give to me. So um, but anyway, back to what I was gonna say. So all like the nice courses that I've played, I would say are on the same tier as far as how they were kept. I think my favorite course I've ever played, I'm stuck between two, but I think I'm going to go with Newport national just because of like the nostalgia value from like, that was the first nice, nice course I've ever played. And like, I've played there a few times and like, I always look forward to going back there kind of thing. But I was going to say, it's like kind of between that and the ranch for me now. Cause I love the ranch. I think that's a really cool golf course. The ranch was great. I, I will say I was doing some cleaning in my garage the other day, stumbled upon and emptied out an old drawer, opened up an old cigar box, found like an old, uh, like the old dollar bills, like an old 20 an old 10 an old yeah. five an old two, like all yeah. wrapped up together. And I was like, huh, I didn't know about, I, I, I don't remember putting these here. I was like, all right, yeah. fine. And then I, right next to it was a, a scorecard from Shenny, a scorecard from, I don't remember where the other one was from, but then the third one was from Newport national. And I was like, that was such a great time. Like besides the course, like I don't remember playing particularly well, but like just the whole thing about it, like we went out there, it was a a great group of guys to begin with before and after, you know, we're staying at your family's like, um, yeah. Who did you and I play with? It was you, me and thick, right? Thick, Right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, no, just everything about it was awesome. And then playing Shenny coming back, uh, you know, on the way home the next yeah. day, like I, Newport what? National was great. I, I, you know, I can't believe I, I didn't put that up there. But Kev, that's great because it means that we're playing good golf courses. I mean, I'm not playing like 50 a year. Right. Like you are like you're you were setting records, my friend. I hope you were writing these down because in like five years when you have you know yeah. when, whatever your your life path is but you'll look back and be like 
wow like that is a t- what are the, the number of golf is one thing but like the number of golf courses you've experienced like that's definitely something to like be proud of I'm, oh yeah I'm envious of it i'm 100 envious of it i know i wish i had like i wish i kept track of like all the courses i played before like i started doing it this year just to see how many i could play this year but i wish i've kept i had kept track of like all the courses i've like ever played so it would be kind of cool to know that but well, over the past going... four or five years you could track that through gin couldn't you i could be wrong but yeah i could i could totally scroll back through uh, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll kind of scroll back and kind of see where I played. But... You might need to reach out to someone from there to get your score. No, I think like... you can go as far back as you want. Oh, really? I, I didn't know. That. I've never done. I'm that pretty sure. Before. I don't know. I'll I'll do some I'll do some digging. No, tonight. that'd be that, that that would be cool though to then like you know be like holy shit I've I've played 98 courses like that like that you know that that sort of stuff's cool. Yeah, it would be nice to know like how many different states you've played in too, and like shit like that. Like, I think I could probably figure that out in my head anyway. But uh, no, agree. I played in seven states last year alone. I mean, this year I think it's two. Um, but it it was Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, New York, Vermont, South Carolina, and Florida for me. I think I've played in. That was that was last year, I, but like yeah. realistically, outside of that, it's probably three. I, I mean, I, I don't think I've fucking golfed anywhere outside. Like those, those are like our neighbors. Yeah, yeah, dudes. yeah. Mass, Connecticut, <laughs> maybe Rhode Island, maybe like another. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Anyway, going back to Newport National though, what yes, I think is sorry. really cool about it is once you leave the clubhouse, like you don't come back to it until after you play eighteen. Mm-hmm. so it's like you're just kind of like out there and the way the course is set up like all the holes are separated by like all this like tall ass fescue and like a little bit of contour like you hardly see anybody else out on the course and i thought that's what was cool about beth page too like you were kind of just like off on your own and like you just don't come back until the end of the round um i agree with that a hundred percent it's wild i don't know i think the con i i i think the layout for uh, Newport national is spot on for what you said. Like you're just, it kind of like spreads you out. Um, so you don't see anyone, but with Beth page, I didn't feel like the tea times, like I, I didn't think they were like stacked, but I didn't think they were like far apart either. I felt like once the, for the group in front of the teed off, maybe we like, like maybe we saw them on the first screen, but like, besides that, it was like, Where'd they go? Like the course like, creates its own separation out there, dude. Because yeah. like it's so hard, it slows everyone down. <laughs> yeah. Um. I and I don't remember what our what our pop was. Um. For the day, our pace of play, but I don't remember either. I'm sure it was a five hour round. Probably, I was gonna say probably about four and a half. I don't really remember exactly what it was either. But like there was probably three or four holes that like maybe we didn't all four struggle on, but like at least two of us were really struggling on and it would like slow the group down kind of, yeah, thing. you know for, what I mean? For, for sure. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a long time out there. Like you, you can go play a, a round of 18 that takes four and a half, five hours. And like, that took fucking forever. Cause, Cause you're, you're waiting, waiting on every tee box. You're waiting. Right. Yeah. You're waiting on every single shot. That's horrible. We were waiting on ourselves. Like it was like, all right, we hit the ball. Now let's go fucking find it. Hundred percent. Right. Oh, and let's chip out because there's no way we can go for it. <laughs> oh, I know. I was just in this bunker and I just hit into that bunker, but I'm gonna go right. back to that bunker because I might have left my watch. Uh, right. Yeah. Hundred percent. 
It, it was brutal. Um, but no, Beth Beth Page is actually. I mean, Beth Page was meticulous too. Like that was just like, or not meticulous. It was like pristine. Oh yeah, like, like really, really good shape. So it's like that's what I'm saying though. Like that Newport, the ranch. I'm trying to think of like any other like comparable place that I've played at, but like they're kind of all just like there's just like a certain amount you can do with grass before getting absolutely like egregious, which I'm sure like that's how Hudson national is. And I'm sure like, that's how TPC, like, I'm very curious to see what TPC is like. That's why I wanted to ask. Yeah. I don't So I know it's not long. Like it's like the second or third shortest course they play on the PGA tour. I don't think the, the fairways from what I remember, it's not like the fairways are super wide. Like, you'll have tour pros that probably will like hit three wood on on a bunch of holes just to keep it straight but i think we're gonna i I think we're gonna have a great time i think it's probably cut down you know a couple inches from what the pros do but they do that just so they don't murder the course like it's so short for them like there's a par four they can reach in one like it yeah like i think it's a bit of a like a strategic type golf course too like where you are hitting like a long iron off a tee or like laying up to a certain number kind yeah. of thing and like giving yourself the right angles Dude, type of situation. I can't wait to have the same tee shot as like Jordan Spieth on 18 and be like, I see, I hit the same fucking tree to the left. <laughs> yeah. What's the, is it 16? That's like the short, it was like drivable par four for those guys. Like they were like running three woods up onto the green. Is it 16 or 17? I, one. It's one of like the last holes. It's, I, I think it's, I think it's water left. No, I think it's 16 because 17 goes down the hill and there's water right. Okay. Um, yeah, because 15, 16, 17, 18, they're just such an amazing stretch of holes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it is 16. Um, and if I'm wrong, well, you'll hear about it next week when we tell you which one it really was. Um, but, uh, dude, I'm so pumped. Like, I don't even care, like – like I've been on the 18th green before there after um after Jordan Spieth uh sunk like a 45 foot putt on Saturday the day before he won the tournament yeah it's cool to be out there and it's going to be super different obviously without grandstands all around the place but yeah you were um, out there after like all the fans were gone you're saying Lindsay and I yeah so we were we we were there with a big group of people and it it was a joke dude like I have a picture of us on the on the green like yeah it, taking a selfie right by the flag like it, it it was a joke the lack of like security but i think it's because it's all volunteers you know what i mean security follows the players oh dude so you're reminding me of like so my favorite part of going to the pga maybe not my favorite part but one of the coolest parts was we were watching the last playoff poll on 18 literally standing like nope we weren't really standing with any other fans we were like to the left of the green like watching like could only really see like the like their waist and up kind of thing and then everybody starts like after the tournaments over, everybody just starts like filtering like away, like going towards like the entrance or whatever. And like, we just look to our left and that's where the fairway of 10 is. And me and the guys I was with, we just start walking down the cart path between 10 and it must've been like 13 or something like that. Everybody else was, there was nobody out there. And it was just, I was like looking around, I'm like, this is just like, so like, this is what's a really cool way to see a golf course. Like when nobody's out here, it's just so peaceful. And you are just on like the most meticulous or like, well-maintained golf course you've ever seen in your life yeah uh you've been using the word meticulous a lot i know i don't know why i keep saying it it's not the word i'm looking for so i'm just going to stop talking that's your turn go ahead what do you have anything to say brock um no i i i completely agree with you it's you know the security's out there to to protect the the players um 
And besides that, it's just volunteers. We did. Oh, like, and they don't get snapped like snapped a couple photos. Someone was like, you need to get off like the green. But like no one's going to come do anything about it. Like, uh, yeah, security was doing nothing because our buddy we were there with was literally standing on the roof of a golf cart to oh be boy. able to see the 18th green during oh the boy. playoff. And nobody said anything to him. So um, we could do whatever we want at that point. So I um something had got I popped up on my Twitter earlier today. Some guy, I don't even know who the fuck he is. He made a comment. The PGA Tour posted a video of these two kids, um, probably either Mackenzie Hughes or Sepp Straka's kids, because um, they were in the playoff at the Sanderson mm-hmm. Farms. But two kids were playing in the bunker. And this guy, like, not doing, they were just running around. These kids were probably like three years old and five years old. Yeah. After the tournament's over. Yeah. And somebody commented, this is not funny. This is property damage. The minimum age of golf should be raised to 16. I saw and that. I almost, yeah. re- I don't, dude, I, I started like three different times, like, re- uh, like replying to this guy. And then I stopped because I was like, don't just d- don't. But in my head, I'm like, all right. So, so there's no competitive golf anymore. Like there's just no junior league golf. Like you'll never right. develop any, anyone's skill until they're 16 years old. Like, do you fucking hear what's coming out of your mouth? You fucking Twitter fuck. Like, that is the stupidest thing. And then I clicked on his profile, and it's like, Donald Trump is his fucking, like, background banner. And I, I'm not yeah. going to get political. I'm just saying, if you're the type of person who, I don't care if it's Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Hillary fucking Clinton, if right. they are your banner, you're already too much for me. They're, yeah, you're like, just, like, looking to get into it on social media kind clearly. of thing. I'm also, I'm so sick of, like, the elitist mentality that has golf, like, surrounded. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, people that just, like, feel like the course is theirs and they can, like, if they're out playing 18, like, the entire property is theirs for the four and a half hours that they're out there kind of thing. Like, that's kind of like what this guy is. You know what I mean? Drives me nuts. It's just, it's just so absurd. Like, all right, so how do you feel about Tiger Woods or Rory? Like, so we're just not going to have competitive, so kids just can't play golf? So it's just right. gonna be, like how do you realize how much is? worse the pros will be in ten years if you don't have any kids playing golf? Right. Well, right. So there's no more future of the game because no one ever played it. But right. like it's exactly what you just said. Like he doesn't want anyone else on that golf course but him and people. Like it's just the stupidest take. I think. I mean, I've seen some. Might not be the stupidest take ever. Um, but it's fucking up there. Like you. What a got what a weird battle to choose. Also, you know, yeah, what are you going after kids? Like, are right. you fucking kidding? Also, bro, it's a PJ. It doesn't matter what they do to that bunker. You know what's going to happen? It gets raked in the fucking morning by the right. people that are paid to go do that. It doesn't matter if a goose went fucked a duck in the middle of that goddamn bunker and threw the sand all over the goddamn place. They'll leaf blow it, the sand that got splattered around from the chaos back into the bunker and they'll re rake that shit. I would have loved to hear his take from a couple years ago when the um, what's the course that Jack has his tournament at? Why can't I think of it? Do you oh. remember when like the guys were on the back nine and the grounds crew was already ripping up the front nine for the renovations oh, that were yeah. going to take place? Like, I'd no. love to hear his take on that. <laughs> like, that's that's it's, that's worse, dude. Imagine though if there was like an eighteen hole playoff and they were like, "Shit, we just ripped up the fairway." Of number yeah, eight. dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, why can't I think of what course it is? I don't have um oh, fuck that's gonna drive I'm gonna look it up right now. I wanna say it's something with an M. Uh 
Muirfield. Is it Muirfield? Was that where the tournament was? Oh, yeah, the memorial at Muirfield. Yeah, that's what it was. Because um, that was what, like 2019, maybe 2020 that they were doing that? And they, they, it was so funny because, like, the guys were literally on, like, 12 and then they just pan over and they're, like, ripping up the, the green of nine. <laughs> so funny. Um. Yeah, so fuck that guy. I, I'm, I'm glad you saw that, too, because I was like, this son of a bitch. I got like a notification. I don't know how I did my too. Twitter notifications are set up, but for some reason, I got a notification about that tweet specifically. I get weird. To, like, I got one this morning from like JJ Watt. I don't even follow JJ Watt. And yeah. it was like, my personal information was hacked. Like, my heart stopped last week. I had AFib or something. I They shocked my heart. I, I, I was just like, what the fuck? And I almost turned off my Twitter notifications, but then I was like, uh, I really want to know, like, if there's some live shit going on that I need to fucking know about. Right. Which I actually haven't heard anything about live in a while, which is fine with me. I think they have like their like big championship coming up soon, but I don't really care. I feel like it's just died down. I feel like now that the so, PGA season is basically over, it's like there's no more like dichotomy. So, <laughs> so there, like, is, nothing. there is something that I heard. So their format for like the way they end, like they're their playoffs or or however the fuck it goes so it's gonna be over a couple days and the final day is stroke play individual stroke play for yeah cumul- i saw that too cum- cumulative 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 yeah why the fuck I, that's a tough meticulous word. yes is that the word um, you're looking for <laughs> yes meticulous <laughs> yeah uh, for a combined score so like pat perez goes out there and shoots a fucking 82 his team's fucked. Like, they're, you're not yeah. going to be able to come back from that. You're going to have some steady eddies that all shoot, like, 68. and Yeah. I think win. they have, like, some match play stuff going on for that event, too. Like, I, I forget what the exact format yeah, so was, but I think I saw some, like, a variety of things going on, which is cool. Right. Yeah. They, they're like, wow, the President's Cup was really cool. We should try that. And Taylor Gooch was like, oh, my God, it's probably like the Ryder Cup. And so that's what they, they've switched up the format. They're like, hey, listen. Yeah. I know we said we were going to play less golf, but here's an idea. Here's an idea. Just listen for it. How about we play more golf? I like that idea. Chase Kepka, you're invited too. Ah, fuck. Brooks is like, fuck, I really didn't want a little bro here. You're going to see a bunch of people like really get exposed. Well, not, let's be honest. No one's really going to get exposed because no one's going to be fucking watching. Um, Which does bring me to my, the next thing. They actually signed a deal with Fox. I um, saw that. Yeah, but so what's so funny about it is typically like NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox, whoever the fuck, they will pay you to broadcast your product on their channel. Right. But right. so Liv the way this is that. working, yeah. Live is paying Fox to be on their channel and also paying for all production and marketing expenses. They're literally paying for at like, and then you want to say like, this is such an in-demand product. Well, really? Cause no one was buying it. And now you've bought like, you're paying for this to be a product that can be viewable. Dude, you know, what's got to be the most interesting document in the world, the live golf P and L. Like negative seventeen billion, dude. Could you imagine? Like, what? It, um, well, actually, maybe they don't even have accountants. Like, because they don't give a shit. So, they don't like, care. 
Yeah. Who can, like who cares if it's one billion, two billion, green jacket, blue jacket? Who gives a shit? It's like right. they're just sitting on they're just like in their rooms sitting on piles of money and it's probably like fucking like, uh Mr. Scrooge McDuck in it. Like a 26-year-old kid making these wires transfers, like playing fucking yeah. Fortnite at home, like, oh my god, uh, 18 million to Bryson Douchebag. Uh, I mean this sham, but how do I spell yeah. that? Oh, dude, but uh two things I need to bring up before we wrap up here. A, did you see Josh Allen trolling Bryson when he had to go under, he had to like duck under a rope after the game or whatever, and he goes like, covers up his eyes, he's like, ah, and ducks under the rope oh to troll my. Bryson. So I, I, I saw in an article that it said Josh Allen trolls Bryson, but I, I swear to God, I thought it was clickbait, so I just didn't click on it. Yeah, oh no, um, it was funny. But dude, I mean, the, I think that a lot's to be said about a person where and if this hasn't happened to you, that's great. Um, but when you get punched in the face or like something like happens to you directly, like in those next like one to two seconds, like how you react is probably how you are as a person. You are never more yourself than you are in those like following five to 10 seconds. In yeah, a situation like, like, that. Bryson... like immediately in the face of adversity, like those next five to 10 seconds, that is you. Yeah. And he's just like, fuck your caddy. Fuck you, volunteers. Yeah. You can't. What the fuck? What is this barbed wire rope? I am blind. And right. It's like, all right, well, I, come on. Are you fucking kidding? Like, uh, right. I mean, granted, I would have responded and probably been actually, I I wouldn't have even been close to I probably would have been like slightly like, ah, oh, what the fuck? But like, I wouldn't have been like directing that at people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's like, the problem. So, like, they were holding the rope for it. It's not like, and you just walked in there. You didn't even duck. You're just like, I know. Ah, my eyes. I'm blinded. Fuck Why you. was this rope not lifted above me? Right. Exactly. You dumb fuck. Been... You're strong enough, Bryce. You should be able to lift up a fucking rope. Would have been um, on the PGA Tour, bro. Guaranteed no. that. One more thing, though, that I've been meaning to ask if you've seen this. But um, so they had the tournament at, uh, it's like St. Andrews, Carnoustie. Um, and like one or two of the other courses, I forget what it's called. It was this past weekend, but like, it's like, it's kind of like a pro-am type situation. Uh, like Rory was playing with his dad, like a bunch of other guys were playing it or whatever. But one of the days it was wicked inclement weather at St. Andrews and a guy from like the DP world tour, who's like pretty well-known guy on the DP. Like, I think he's won a couple times this year, really bad weather at St. Andrews shot in 88. Oh Yeah. So talk about getting exposed. Jesus. I mean, well, I, that's, that's, oof, that's, which is bad. like, I mean, the old course is a relatively open, it's open so and easy course. Open. Well, I, we're going to, once you get those to, guys, but yeah, I mean, if you're in a bunker, good luck. Once you get to the green, good luck. But like, I've right. played it on a simulator and I've done really well. It's just so wide open. Granted, it's not. I can't. T- I cannot right. you know, talk about with horrible weather and wind because that wind's probably thirty miles an hour. You know, like it's probably yeah. like you hit a driver and it goes like one hundred and seventy yards. You're like, what the fuck? And then you try yeah. to overswing and then it doesn't do anything. Like I'd probably just hit like a pitching wedge just every shot. Like just yeah. like I I, I bet I could do better than eighty eight if I just hit a pitching wedge every right. single time. It's funny, too, because for the Open, the reason that the guys didn't score super low there is because the weather wasn't that bad. So it it was so dry and firm and shit. Like, it's like 
it's almost meant to be played in like somewhat inclement weather and somewhat like wet conditions, but because it was so dry and firm, like no matter where you landed the ball, it just ran off to wherever it could get to a point where there was like tall enough grass to stop it kind of thing. So it was like, you had like, you couldn't tell what your line was kind of thing, but yeah, I thought 88 was fucking wild. Yeah. That's a lot. That's I mean, for a professional that like, yeah. And I don't think like the course isn't set up like as difficult as it was for like the open either, you know? I wonder what it costs to play there. Probably like four or 500 bucks. I have no idea. Or quid? Is that is that what it is? I don't know if it's quid. I don't know exactly what they do over there. This is kind of like a hot take for me, but like Scotland's not really a place that I'm dying to go play golf. Like I get it. And like, I think it would be cool to go there, wow. but like I'd rather go on a trip to, I'd rather go to Bandit. Or I'd rather go to, like, I don't know. Like, I've seen some sick courses, like, out in New Zealand and shit. Like, I think it would, what? it's not like I don't want to go to Scotland, but it's not, like, top of my list. Like, I feel like a lot of people put it, you know? I just, I, like, you're fucking, what, what are you, 30 years old? I'm 31, Brian. 31. You know how much fucking time you have left in your life? Just to say, like, I'm not interested in golf in Scotland. Like, dude, you could have five to ten legit, like, guy golf trips in the next 20 years. No, I, I shouldn't. It's not like I'm not interested in going there. I'm just not like I feel like a lot of people be like, oh, like Scotland, like that's like that's the one place I really want to go. Like I, I want to go play the old course kind of thing. The like home of golf, you got No, it. I understand that. I understand that. There's just like other places I'd go rather go. Like I don't know. Yeah, no, I I hear that, but like if it's if somebody brings up the opportunity, like you have to, oh, I would go. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not like right. I don't want to go play like, in Scotland. I, I I maybe I worded that wrong, but like. I, I don't know. Well, the tough thing is, it's also tough to like parlay that. It's not like, hey, Jules, you want to go see Scotland? There's a bunch of fucking sheep. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if you find the, the best attractions and then like sell it that way, like reverse sell it. But otherwise, like, no, I'm pretty Dude, sure. Like, if I'm going well, to Scotland, I'm doing a golf. Like, I'm playing 36 a day. Yeah, like, you can still do that and have dinner you with know? your wife. Well, dude, the cool thing there, too, is, like, if you go the right time of year, you have sunlight until, like, 10, 1030 at night. Like, you can legit, you could play 18 three times in one day. Not that I would necessarily do that. That sounds, that sounds horrible. Dude, you could go play, like, three bad rounds of golf in one day. uh, Oh, my God. Especially imagine, like, inclement weather. You're just like, what the, get me the fuck Like, after round one, you're like, are you guys fucking serious? We're going out and doing this two more times. Right. The second one, you're like. I'm not, I'm removing myself from this fucking group chat. I swear to God, if you guys think I'm golfing again, you're out of your mind. Oh yeah. Dude, there's, um, there's another golf. Have you heard Fire Pit Collective? It's oh with, yeah. Like, I'm a big fan of Alan Shipman. Yeah. Have you listened to their, they have like a two part episode about the Manning brothers did like a buddy's trip to Scotland. And it's like, it's like the two Manning or the three Manning brothers. Eric Church is one of the guys that went the country singer. Mm-hmm. Um, a few, I'm trying to remember who the other guys were, but it's literally like Shipnuck interviewing each and every one of them. And each of them, it kind of like pans back and forth between all the different guys on the trip talking about like the different things they did. And like they're, they're them recounting the night from their perspective versus the other's perspective. And it was really, really cool. They played a bunch of sick courses. And they went for the open. So like they were playing golf and they were there watching the open, staying at the hotel right on 18 there. It, it, it's really cool. I'd recommend listening to it. Oh yeah. That came out in early August. Um, yeah. It was right after the, open. probably like a week or two after the open that yeah, the episode know. came out. Oh, Check it out. Yeah. No, I don't know how I missed that one. I have notifications on there. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, big so, fan of uh, 
wrote the uh, Phil Mickelson book. Got kicked out of yeah, which I still haven't read. By the way, I need to I need to read that. That's all right. I can try to get you a listen. Audiobooks yeah, the way I go. I may just buy huge... hard copies of all the audiobooks I have and put them in a bookshelf behind me and be like, yeah, I've read those. That's not a bad idea at all. I like that. Sounds expensive. Why am I buying them twice? I don't know. See, it's weird. If... Like, I prefer to read books, but I love podcasts. Yeah. So maybe I'm down, I would to, just like I'm down to listen to what I the entertainment I contain. I'm I think I'm gonna get the fake bookshelf. I think the book fake bookshelf. Fuck it, do it. Fuck it. I, I mean, like I work remote. What are they gonna do? They can't be like, hey Brian, go grab that book off the second shelf and show me what the page eight looks like. Suck my dick, Carl. It's not happening. No. That was no, a bit bold. Not right now. Sorry. Not right now. Don't tell me what to do with my books, motherfucker. Um, but uh yeah, I don't know. We'll be back next week to talk about our round at TPC and the Curry Classic. The Curry Classic. Defending champions will be the will be back to back by the time we talk to you guys next yeah, week. Yeah, we've got to replace point. Jack. Oh, Jack. We, oh. We got is John playing? We'll figure it out. I, I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. I know I I uh, I know who we can ask if, if John uh does not play. Solid. I love it. So we'll be good to go. All right. Sweet. I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This has been Life in the Rough, the podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. See you. Peace. Woo!